Okay, I'd like to uh, to speak this week not about Avram, not about Yitzchak, not about Sarah, not even about the Melasadim. I'd like to talk about light. <coughs> I'd like to talk about light, who's uh, sort of a side person throughout the whole story of Sefer Bereshis, the beginning of Sefer Bereshis and to be open a little bit on, on who Light is and what we can learn from him Light is, seems to be a very uh, difficult character to figure out there's no question that in the beginning Light is a tzaddik uh, Light goes to the same Nisayin of Lech Lecha as Avraham Avinu he chooses to go with him. There was a large family that Terah had, and uh, Light is the one that goes with Avram. And there's a hunger, and he goes with him to Mitzrayim. And Chazal praised Light that in Mitzrayim he wasn't Megala, that Sarai was Avram's wife. Seems he could have been rewarded by, by being Megala. So Light, at least in the very beginning, <coughs> was, a, was a good person. <coughs> So Rashi says in Parakid Gimel Pasik Yedalit in Lech Lecha, Vashem Amar Lavram Achri he parad light meimai that calls a man Shaharasha imai hoya hadibor pirish mimeno that light was a Rasha that uh, as long as light was with Avram Avram did not did not uh, did not get Gilush so somebody stuck into Rashi the most prince of Rashi a Magia stuck in the Kasha it says earlier it does say Ve'yei Rashem al so Rashi so the Magia says in the beginning he was a Kasher like I said when he left he went along with Avram he was a Kasher and uh, something happened by the time we get to there that he's not a kosher and there's some hishtanus that takes place that we have in going to Sadaim and uh, choosing to live in Sadaim like of all the places you choose to live it's uh, you know if you hear someone moved out of Brooklyn you find that way he's moving he was moving to Times Square so there's something wrong if you're willing to study, there's something wrong. So something happened to Light between the time he accompanied Avraham Avinu down to Canaan and to Mitzrayim and the time he chose to go to study. Well, what happened to Light? Where, where, where did the change take place? And Rav Schwab says that the answer to this is Marum is in the Pasik, last week's parasha still. In Perikidal, it Pasikid Beis. When it says that the former Lachim defeated the five and they kidnapped Light. So listen to the Lashna Pasik. Vayichu es Light, Vesrechushai, Ben Achi Avram, Vayelechu. The Seder Pasik is not normal. Normally you say, Plaini Ben Plaini, and then you talk about him. Here, instead of saying Light, Ben Achi Avram, it sticks in the Esrechushai between light and Benachi Avram. So Rashwab says it's Miramis to us 
that what came between Light and Avram was Rechusha, it was the wealth that he got. When he was Kozman, he wasn't a rich man. He went down to Mitzrayim with Avram. They didn't have what to eat. They, they, they didn't have what to eat, so they, they went first to Canaan and then to Mitzrayim. So he was a good person. In Mitzrayim, it says Vagam Esloi to Haylechas Avram. That Loit who went with Avram also hated Bavurai. They did. They they gave him wealth. What pulled Loit away was this Rechush that he got. This Rechush that was Mafrid between, and imagine what that means remember Light had a Havamina that he's going to be the Irish of Avram right Light said to Avram my animals are allowed to pasture here because the land was promised to you you have no Yarshin, so I'm your Irish so what was the answer? why was he wrong? not because he's not Avram's Irish Rashi says he was wrong because the land wasn't given yet that means his Havamina that he's the Irish made sense. He's the Hemshech of Avram. And then, because of the Rechosh, he has a tremendous Yerida. So, this is the, the story of light. I'd like to share with you an idea that says, and of course, until this week's parasha, where light has to be saved by the Malachim, what a bazillion that uh, he has children from his, his two daughters. The whole story of light is. Uh, uh, when I was a boy, they used to ask a riddle. We used to talk a little Yiddish then. So the riddle was that light was called light because it stands for lightville drinking. Light likes to drink. Only two of the words are Yiddish. Lightville drinking. Vil is lightville drinking. So the riddle was, they used to ask us, well, so why wasn't he called tall? Drinking the light. And you're supposed to figure out a logical answer to it. The answer is, why is he called tall, drinking delight? What? Because if, if he was tall, because drinking delight, then who's light? You understand? Drinking delight. Anyway, my point is that that's our picture of light. The yeah, he gets drunk, his children are in the Zana, cause him to be in the Zana with them. It's, uh, so I want to share with you a side that says in Mr. Mulio. A few places, but the uh, Mulio in the Chelik Bay is page 33 to 35. Uh, says a that he says is a that covers uh, a lot of the history of Klal Yisrael and it, it covers individuals as well. And it's interesting, the Yisaid says in a number of places, in Alashin that is a klipa. Klipa is a language of Chachmei HaMes for a negative influence. It's called a klipa. There's a klipa, there's a negative influence called chinam. Chinam, the word chinam means free. It's free. Right, you go to Israel whenever they have a sale, right? It says uh, you, get, uh, you get one chinam. Right? You buy two, you get one. You buy one, you get one, whatever. There's a certain Yetzirah people have to get something free. Chinam is a special Yetzirah. People will pay double for something if they get one free when they buy it. It's human nature. Well, people, uh, they discovered if you get free shipping, so people will buy it and they won't look at the price. Because shipping says the word free. There's a certain Yetzirah for free. You know, somebody wouldn't bother picking up a, a nickel or a dime off the floor. They'll cut out a coupon that says 10 cents off in those days when they had coupons. Right? 
but there's a certain Yetzirah to get things free and that Yetzirah there's marumas in the Torah it says Zacharnu es hadoga asher noichal b'mitzrayim chinam barasafsuch and baloischa it says Zacharnu es hadoga asher noichal b'mitzrayim chinam you remember in Mitzrayim they gave us free fish free fish well, we were avodim you were avodim you worked for them you didn't have day and night yeah but it was free even if I pay double if I get one free it's worth it there's a certain Yetzirah uh, that a person has uh, to get things that are that are chinam, and the klal is that there's nothing free in the world. Rishon doesn't give anybody anything free. Nobody gives you anything free. If someone's giving you something for free, you could be sure he has an agenda. He has something. Maybe he's makertoiv or something he did before. More likely, he wants to ask you a favor tomorrow. It's a uh, there's nothing free in this world it's a cloud godl and whatever a person does a person has to pay for if someone gives you a gift if you don't if you're not a maker toiv Maral says in Parshish Bereshish if someone gives you something it, the payment is hakar satav. if you're not maker toiv to him then the Rav is going to take it away from you somewhere else there's no such thing as chinam chinam is a negative thing to get things free this is a world of din v'cheshvim and you have to pay for everything. The Gemara says if a Ghana steals from someone, he's Matriach, Kaviyachal, the Rabbi Nishalai Lahazir, Hakinevil Abailov. Why? So he stole it. So he didn't have Heira. Why is Rabbi Nishalai Kaviyachal Matriach to return it? Because nothing is free. In there's no there's no idea of things that are free. When a person gets something for free, it's always followed by an Asayan that that he'll have to be he'll have to deserve it he'll have to pay for it something will have to come up that he's going to pay for it but that's the cloud of the of the Mithimilio. says uh, by the Maraglim Vayifku ha'am balayla ha'hu so the Gemara says in Saita Omer HaKadish Baruch Hain bochu b'chia shalchinam v'ani ekfa lahem b'chia l'dairis they wept a b'chia shalchinam why, would it, why was the am crying? Because they believed the Miraglim that they go into Mitzrayim and they'll get killed. So it wasn't Bechia Shalchinam, it was a Bechia of no Betachin. But it wasn't Bechia Shalchinam, it's for nothing. It wasn't a Bechia Shalchinam. They say, no, it was a Bechia Shalchinam. Zacharnu was Hadogashachanu be Mitzrayim Chinam. Chinam means without any responsibility to the Rabbi Nishon. That's what Rashi says. Chinam in a mitzvah. That night they cried a bechia shol chinam. A bechia, they wanted chinam. They wanted without without responsibility. And so there's no chinam. If you look through the history of Kali Yisrael, it, it shows that way. It's the luchis rishaynais lachinam. Luchis rishaynais. My Shabbat didn't make them. Klausel got out of Mitzrayim, and 49 days later, standing by the har, they get free. They get gluchas. It was given without any any cost, so it didn't have a kiyum. Immediately there was an asayin. The asayin of the eagle was a big asayin. When they made a mistake in math, it wasn't a, it wasn't a second grade mistake. It was the Rosh Hashanah was Yisrael. You don't get things for free. 
So for the second luchais already, it says psalacha. You have to make them. It's not free. You have to make them. It wasn't just physically chiseling it out. For Klai Yisrael had to, had to go through the 40 days of tshuva in order to deserve the luchashnias. When something comes your way, it seems free, it's not free. There's this klipa, the klipa, you know, the shade called chinam that's sort of uh, hanging over it. No, you don't get things for free. There's no such thing. The same thing, Mr. Malio brings Rasa Shifcha Al Hayam, Mashallah Rasa Yechesko Ben Buzi. At Yamsuf, they saw Gilu Yadur by Nishalayim. What happened? It all went away. Three days later, they're crying because they don't have water to drink. What happened to that great Gilish Shechina? They saw the Rabbi Shalom. It was free. When something is free, it's followed up with an Nisayim. It's followed up with some sort of a test. So here, they saw the Rabbi Shalom. Gilish Shechina, like Yecheskel, the Navi Yecheskel, I don't know if you even know, but you know the first parak of Yecheskel, right? Yecheskel had the, the biggest Giloy, the biggest description of, of Maisa Merkava. And even if Shefcha Yam saw it, but it was free. It didn't come with a cost. So it's followed by a Nisayim. It's a big Nisayim not to have water to drink. Had they davened for water, there wouldn't have been any Taina. It was talking about going back to Mitzrayim, that was the Taina. So when something comes free, it's, it's like easy come, easy go. Easy come, easy go. You know what it says? Uh, the Kutzka. The Kutzka left his Rebbe to start his own, his own branch of Hasidus. He left uh, Peshista with his Hasidim. He saw he was becoming more popular than, the, than, than his Rebbe. So he left to look for another town. So a bunch of Hasidim, they went traveling for a town to start a Hasidus. They went from one town to the next. When they came to Kutsk, so the Yidin in the town heard that they're coming, so they went out and threw mud at them and threw stones at them and told them to leave. So the Kutzka said, Oh, das is Ashtot. This is a place to go. He said, Avram Avinu said, You want to have a shidduch for my son? Don't take someone from Canaan. Go back, to, go back to where I came from. So the Kutzka said, What are you talking about? Where you came from? They threw him in the Kipshin Shalash. Right? He didn't believe in Abay Dazar. He threw him in the Kipshin Shalash. Go there better than Canaan. In Canaan, he had plenty of Geirim. Right, Avraham Nashim. Why is he leaving to get a shidduch? He's going back over there. It was worse than here. So he said, the Kuska said, in Canaan they believe in Avodah Zara. Avraham gave them to eat. He gave them chalent, and he said, "There's a God, okay? There's a God. Like, easy come, easy go. There's no big allegiance to what they believe in. So it doesn't have a key. Back in in, uh, in Aram." There, they believed in what they believed in. Avram made trouble, they threw him in a fire. His father was asking him to throw him in a fire, imagine. Oh, that's a people. They believe in something, they stand for it. What is Ashtot? You know? If something is easy come, it's easy go. If it comes without effort, it disappears. The idea of the Klippa Shalchinam is this idea that uh, if it comes easy, then it goes easy. If ever you get something free, you have to figure out a way to pay for it. If someone gives you something for free, you have to figure out a way. The morale says you have to pay with our car If you mark your type properly, you see, I see a payment. 
if God gives you something free you have to find a way to be makatite with this the Mithra Malio explains there's a famous uh, a famous idea that comes from the Tamide Hagra that the Gra was offered Gili uh, the Magid should come and teach in Tyre there were G'day Le'Aylam that had the Gemara says there were G'day Le'Aylam that had Gili and the Gra refused it it's known from Chaim Velazhina I think in uh, in Evan Shleimer it's brought that, uh, that the Gra refused he didn't want a Magid he didn't want the way it's brought is he wanted all his Tyre to come from Amelus he didn't want to get free, free Tyre so the Mithra says I don't understand it's a Noam that accepted it and Amiram accepted it and Rishayim accepted it so the Gra is better than them the Gra held himself a high Madraika so he answers look what he answers he says if you get something for free it's followed by an Asayim anybody got Gili Elio the Beisayim had Gili Elio it was followed by an Asayim I don't, I don't know what the Asayim the Beisayim had plenty of Asayim but he ran from country to country but whatever it was it comes with an Asayim the Gra didn't hold these Hades he's more holy than them the Grafakert, he was afraid, he was mefached from the Messianists that follow when a person uh, when a person gets uh, gets something for free, gets something chinam. When you get something for free, it's not uh, it comes with Messianists, I think it's already been documented that people that win the lottery uh, don't for the most part end up with happy lives. People who win millions of dollars in the lottery don't end up happier. Although I'm sure if it was me, I would end up happier. But uh, it's well documented that they don't. I have told you I once had an experience with a uh, child of mine who had, he had a minor surgery in a hospital and he was recovering in the recovery room before he took him home. And there was a fellow there, a Spanish man, uh, a 70-year-old man, who, who was in the corner. He was in shock. His eyes were like saucers and he was... Uh, and they told us that he had won the lottery and he like he, he lost it he was surrounded by his family they were kissing him and hugging him and, and being so nice to him I'm sure they did it all the time you know, you know he won the lottery <laughs> I don't know exactly how much he won but I imagine it was seven figures and uh, that's my one experience the only time I ever met a, a lottery winner except people who win a second ticket but uh, you know it's uh, it doesn't, it doesn't come nothing comes without a person paying for it without a person being willing to do it and if you don't do you don't do the story of light is it came to Hina. he suddenly became wealthy it's true he went to Nisayin and followed Avraham Avinu he was in Tzadik and then he got something if you get something it's followed by a Nisayin it's followed by a challenge and uh, however it played itself out with him that was a challenge that was a challenge if you get things you have to know it comes with an asayim wealth comes with an asayim hatzlacha comes with an asayim whatever a person gets it comes with a price there's a price to pay there's not nothing chinam in this world is a world of din and nothing is free there's a pasik 
always bothers me, Parshas Vayelach. I imagine it bothers you too, although it's after Shvi and after Maftir. But it's only Parshas Vayelach, so it's, easy, it's a short parasha. Never bother you. Moshe Rabbeinu is getting ready to say goodbye. And he tells Klai Yisrael, Hakilo Elai, calls everybody, Vadavro Baznayim. What does he say to them? Yodati, Achrei Moisi, I know, he's telling Klai Yisrael, he's leaning in 40 years, and he's a Novi Hashem, whatever he says happens, Yodati, Achrei Moisi, Ki Hashchais Tashchison, Vesartem and Adarach HaShetzevisi Yasser. I know that after I'm gone, you guys are going to go bad. All right, so I would answer, he meant somewhere over the history of Klai Yisrael, it's going to happen at some point. But look at Rashi. Rashi's bothered by Akasha. Hare call you might see Yeshua, Allah Yishchisu. Yeah, Rashi's Kasha. If Moshe Rabbeinu said it happened, it has to happen right away. Call you might see Yeshua, Allah Yishchisu. Shunema, v'yavid Yisrael, Hashem, call you may Yeshua. And for Rashi, Mekansha, Tamidei Chalol Shaladam, Chalol Chavol Lov Kegufai, what does that mean? That means it's sort of guaranteed that when Moshe Rabbeinu disappears and his Talmud disappears, the first generation Hashkes Tashchis of the Sartim and Aderach. Don't tell him. You don't tell him. The biggest example of Chinam is winning the lottery. Chinam, what Chinam? You win the lottery. You didn't deserve it. Someone gives you a gift, maybe you deserved it, you were a native to him. But you give a dollar and you're part of a girl and you get a million dollars, that's the biggest example of Chinam. The door that entered Eretz Yisrael was the biggest Makabla Chinam. Because remember, the Yin that entered Eretz Yisrael are not those who left Mitzrayim. They're not those who were at the Nisayan of the Meraglim or the Egel or the Asafsuf, or any of the things the first couple of years of the Midbar. The Dar that entered, they were born in the Midbar. They didn't even have this chus of left Echachrei by Midbar. They were born there. They were born there, they were taken there as tiny children. The biggest Makabli Chinam was also when Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael was given Begairo. was given Begairo as if to tell Kamei, so this is Chinam. It's a manas Chinam. Chinam comes with Nisayinus. And if a whole cloud gets in Sianis, they're going to be those who are Hashkis, Tashkis, and Masaratan. Doesn't mean whole cloud Yisrael were Mashkis. But there were many who did. The whole Mash is full of the Nisianis of Kla Yisrael. So, at any rate, this is a theme that goes straight throughout. You know, Kedusha Rishayna Kitcha, like Kitcha Lassad Lavai, Kedusha Shniya Kitcha Lassad Lavai. Everything else is the same thing. When they went into Yisrael the first time, it was Chinam. Of Mitzrayim. They went in. The Mochamis were, were a joke, but the Mochamis wasn't real Mochamis. Kedusha Rishayna Lekitshavos and Love. It has no permanence. By the Bayashani, those who came left the comfort of, er- of Bavel. They left the comfort of Bavel. Most even didn't go. Small percentage, maybe 5% of the Jews of Bavel went by the Bayashani. 60,000, either 60,000 people, 60,000 families. It was a big Messiah. It wasn't Chinam, it was, it was a big Nisianis. If you learn, if you ever get around to learning uh, Sefer Ezra, you see the Nisianis that they had when they came. Kedusha Shniya, that wasn't Chinam. That was Kitsha Lassadava. The, the Klal is the Klal which is throughout. The truth is, it's already Adam and Gan Eden. 
Same thing. Other ones put in Gan Eden. So why does Rabbi Hashem take him and sell you with Eitz Adas? He says, you can't eat Eitz Adas. Nechmud Lamara. Rabbi Hashem told him, don't eat, uh, you know, don't eat broccoli, or don't eat uh, vegetables. You know. The one thing that looks good, he says, don't eat. Because it's free. Gan Eden is free. You don't get things for free. Free is followed by Nisayim. Hatzlach is followed by Nisayim. The Bershom sometimes is mated to a person. A person wins a guy, you know, a person. But it's followed always by Nisayim. By Nisayim that puts the whole thing in, in question. So this is a giloi that comes, as I said, from many places, in Tyre and the Ksuvim. And that's the way it is in our lives. The truth is that in today's, today's day and age, we're all the Kabbalah Chinam. We all, uh, our whole Dara lives in the Schuss of, of uh, the Daras before us. We're born into, certainly here in America, the most, uh, the most uh, blessed generation in Gashmias of the whole Golas. The whole Golas. And then we grow up, and we have Nisianus. Those Nisianists are the price. There's a price tag. You know, there's no such thing as Chinam. It's a horror to want things free. But it doesn't work that way. There's no such thing. That's the Klippa that's called Chinam. It says that the, the Midah of Klai Yisrael is the Midah of Hakar Satayv. That's a Midah that Kamat, every parish of the Torah, has some. Remez to being makertayv. Uh, even in Parshas Kiseitze, we're told that uh, not to be marchik ger mitzri because you are guests in their in their, in their country. Of course, I'll take you into the mitzri. Being makertayv, someone is native to you, is the price, the cheapest price you can pay for something. Otherwise, you have to pay some other way. Otherwise, you pay you pay some other way. It's a hakara. It's a little difficult for a person to uh, to swallow his pride and say what he has to say. But that's the hakara. That's the hakara. So this is an idea of of a derech hachayim, a mekabel taiv. Is nothing free. Look free, not free. If it's too good to be true, it's not true. Not true. I had here one day last week, and if you saw some people standing outside, a man retired because somebody had promised him 15% guaranteed on his money. So he had saved up a million dollars. He gave him his million dollars. He didn't have a whole million. He borrowed on his house. He borrowed for 4%, and he gave it to him. He said, Guaranteed 15% of $150,000 a year. He retired. I told the mister, if it's too good to be true, then it's too good to be true. It's a Yetzirah we have. Get something free. And you know something? For five years, he told people, I'm getting 15%. He got, for two years, he got the whole 15%. And then he got part of it, and the rest of it, you know, he got in the form of uh, increased principal promised to him. And when the whole thing collapsed, so now they're coming here, you know. He asked Shiloh, it's Ribis, not Ribis, you know. <laughs> they can't ask him, it's Ribis. The million dollars is gone already for two years, you know. If it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. And there's no chinam, there's no such thing. If someone's native to you, pay for it. Pay for it the easy way. Pay for it the hard way. 
and you're going to cut corners and try to figure out a way to get what's not yours, you're going to end up paying for it. No such thing. The worst thing that happened to Light is that he got money. That they gave him money. It was the worst thing that happened to him. He ended up in Sadaim and uh, he ended up being captured, and then he ended up in the in the in the oh, destruction of Sadaim. So this is the klipa called Chinam. The truth is that the Bebrichas Kayin and there are three brachas: Yivrecha Hashem Yishmerecha, Yarashem Panevelech, and Nefi Yisashem Panevelech of Yasein Lachashalim. Each of the brachas is against one of the the powerful klipas or negative kaiches in the world. Each brach Yivrecha Hashem. It says when you hear brachas Kayinim, you should mechaven connected the Kayinim. What are you mechaven? So again, Rav Schwab in his in, the, in his parish on the Siddur explains Yevrecha Hashem Yishmerecha is uh, is Yevrecha Hashem B'Mamin Yishmerecha Min Hamazikin Hashem should give you money and give you Shmira from the Mazikin that would take it away from you. What a Mazikin they're going to take it away from you? What the Mazikin? Mazikin are when you get money is guaranteed Mazikin. Mazikin could be the IRS, or it could be a Ghanif, or it could be just uh, the Minashemaim, it is that. Chinam is a Yetzirah. It's a good thing to remember, and it's a, uh, it's a difficult thing, because we live in a world where everyone is trying to get something free. And then the Malachim come to Sadaim, and they come to Light's house. And what do you know? Light is native to them. Light is native to them. This was an asylum for light to deserve to be saved. You're not going to be saved for free. You've got to do something. So they come, and uh, everything's going to be wonderful. He's going to, they're going to save them. And suddenly it's not so wonderful. The house is surrounded by the whole city. And they come and they say, you know, it doesn't work that way in this town. So light goes out to negotiate. It doesn't work. So the Pasuk says the Malachim took charge. What did they do? So they did the following. In Pasuk Light is outside trying to negotiate with them. He says, you know, I'll trade you two daughters for, for these Malachim, you know, like uh, some sort of strange negotiation. And they see it's not going. So listen to the Pasuk. So you've got to picture it. Light's in front of the house trying to talk to this mob and the Malachim go they grab him and they pull him in and they lock the door then what Sanveirim? so Rashi tells us they became blind but not just blind they became confused they couldn't find the door it was impossible for them to find the door the kasha is why does it say Esadela Sagaru? They lock the door. Now we understand they're afraid they're going to break in, so you lock the door. But these are malachim. They, you know, they could pull magic trips out of the bag. They knew they could be makabas and say They couldn't find the door. Why? Why are they locking the door? More than that, why does the pasuk have to tell us that they lock the door? Like there's a mob outside, you pull light in. They lock the door. So first of all, why does the Pasuk have to say they lock the door? And Bukhla, why would they have to lock the door? If I yell and say a Pasuk? 
What? To keep light in. Okay. Couldn't open it from the inside. It was a dead bolt. <laughs> what? What about regular people? Yeah. So they locked the door, but they pulled off the Sunday trick. They didn't have to lock the door. We're dressed as regular people. They didn't have to lock the door. They knew they're not going to be able to get in the door. They had this trick that they could do a Sunday room, but you wouldn't say a pasta. So I saw a Gavaldik Pshat. In Daftaira, we have the story of Eshe Sevadia. It's Aftarah, that's a story, so I imagine you remember it, where she uh, pours oil. She has no, nothing left, a little bit of oil, and uh, they're, they're going to go kidnap her children. So Alicia pulls a, pulls a, a nace. He had a certain number of nieces to use. He used one for this woman, and told her, you'll pour the oil, and it'll pour and pour and pour and pour. So there also, it says, when he gives them instructions, Uvasa v'sagata hadelas, lock the door. Badech bad banayich. And then it says again, she locked the door. Why exactly does she have to lock the door? Why does the Pusk have to tell us she locked the door? So the Malbim here in, in Malachim Bay says, he says that they had to lock the door because as long as the hashpa of the street would be on them, Okay, Khatub of the street would be on them, the miracle couldn't happen. Locking the door is sort of a statement, a symbolic statement of staying away from the Avir, from the Kaya Khatum of the street. Now, that's what the Sagarta Hadelis is about. Okay, so uh, they brought a Maisa, I don't remember the names, but uh, from some some Godel that uh, they said that Pliny, this Adam Godel, Someone came to him and told him Mashiach came. Did you hear the news? Mashiach came. So this Adam Gadol went to the window. He put down his window. He stuck his head out. He said, it doesn't smell like the Avir of Mashiach. That's what he said. So he told this to someone else. The other person said, that in his room, there was the Avir of Mashiach. Why do you have to lower the window and stick his head out? In his room, he should take a sniff and see. I don't know how you do it exactly, but they are. Take a sniff. But in his room, there was no problem. Mashiach could come. We take a smell outside, Mashiach can't come. It can't be his head, it still stinks. Vesadela Sagaru, they told Light, you know, you're in Sadaim. You're in Sadaim, you're not going to be saved. You have to lock the door. You have to lock the door. You have to, you have to create some type of barrier, lock the door, and then you can make it. I'm telling you about about us. You have to be able to lock the door. I'm not even talking about the the tumma and the znos. I'm just talking about the avir outside in the Yiddish Agassim. In the Yiddishagasan. There's such an avir of Radifas Hamamin, of needing more and more and more. You guys know the A.B. Rattenberg song get more and more and more? Well that's my days, not yours, no? It's like candy, children in the candy store, right? They want more and more and more. So those children, when Rottenberg wrote it, today they're the adults. They're the same adults, more and more and more. It's, uh, 
The clip of Chinam is very busy in our community. Very, very busy. Because everyone hears about Pliny who invested in something and became rich. And everybody else is busy trying to invest in something and become rich. That's not the way it works. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. First of all, the people you hear stories about, most of them are not true. If everyone had as much money as everyone else said they had, we'd have a very rich, a richer community. You know, nobody has as much money as everyone says they have. And uh, this, this whole idea, it's light. It's light. Money phenom, and it just blinds him. Suddenly he was a poor man, he became a rich man, he had to have his animals feed on grass that someone else's. How much does grass cost already? You know, like the animals don't eat steak. But he couldn't do it, he couldn't handle it. Anyway, this is the lesson of light. There's not too many lessons of light because not so much happens with him. But to think about it, that he starts with a tzaddik. Like I read you from the Rashi says, the Magian Rashi says, He starts off as a tzaddik. You have to realize what happened. His father, Haran, is the one who was thrown into the fire. And when Avram was thrown into a chasm, Avram was saved. Haran got up and said, I believe in God too. And they threw him in. He died, he died, Kiddush Hashem. No, he believed in God. Well, he thought he'll be saved. He wasn't saved. Somebody who goes into Kiv Shadesh, I'm not to be saved and not saved. For the Maisa, his son Light is standing there, and Light has to pick. Nimrod says, the Avedisar is all right. Avram and Haran say, God is God, and they're one for two. You know, Avram got saved, and Haran died. Light had to pick, and he picked to be Kaloyla Me'everechad, and Avram and Light Me'evesheni. What messed him up? One thing messed him up. Messed him up the money. The money Shinam. I think they deserve it. So that's the Klipa called Shinam. That's the shade called Shinam. Sacharno Asadoga Shinaicha Shinam. And uh, it's a big Yetzahara. It's a big Yetzahara. The more you have, the more you want Shinam. And if you take the history from Avram and Ganeiden uh, till, uh, till our Golos, there's no Shinam. There's no Shinam. So that's the bad news for today. There's no, nothing is free. But, if you have the presence of mind to be makertayv, whether it's the people or the Rabbi Shalaylam, that's the best way to pay. Best way to pay is what I'm Have a good chance.